Hey, this is Pastor Chris Garcia from Numa Church, and we're so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. I pray that as you listen to today's message, God will speak to your heart in a powerful way. I don't know how your 2020 and your 2021 has been, but I'm going to tell you that 2020 and 2021 have been very, very challenging years. And uh, just the fact that you and I are seated in this place today, or you're watching through that camera, you should consider yourself to be blessed. I wanna tell you that. You should consider yourself to be blessed because I think that we've all tried our best to keep it all together. I think we've been trying our best, and when I think of you know stuff that we've been doing that it's out of the norm, I was talking to somebody this week, and, and, and they were telling me, you know, I can't wait to go back to normal. I think this is normal. It's different than what it was before. And I, I know that we've been challenged. I know some of you guys have been challenged at work. Some of you guys have been working crazy hours because there's no, not enough people to cover. So you've had to be there at work, maybe days that you don't even want to be there. Uh, with school, I don't know how many of you guys know, school has been a challenge. All right, school has been a challenge for the students. It's been a challenge. They went from being in presence to being online to coming back and then all of a sudden kids started to get sick and send them back home and then come back over here. Um, I don't even know how my grades would be if I would be a student right now. You know, it would probably be crazy. Um, so I know that that's been a challenge. People that have been dealing with sicknesses. I know many people today, right now actually, that are not here this morning because they're dealing with some sort of sickness, some sort of disease. Some of them are dealing with covid you know, and, and I know people that are watching online that, that said, Pastor, I can't make it, but I'm going to be connected. You know, and, and, and I know some of you guys that might be here. Last two Sundays ago, it was so hard. I had a gentleman come to the welcome lounge, and he had just lost his wife about a week and a half ago. And, and he told me, Pastor, we've been married for 55 years of our life. Can you imagine married? I'm about to go into my 18th year of marriage, and I feel that I've been with my wife forever. Can you imagine 55 years of marriage together? And, and this gentleman's told me, he goes, it's so hard. I, I don't find myself at home. I feel so alone. I feel, I feel that, that she's not there anymore. And, and what do you tell a person like that? I was like, you know what? I'm going to pray the Lord will strengthen you, that he would be there, that you would feel his presence. But the reality is that there's so many things that so many people are going through right now. So many challenges. Our, our plans have changed. You know, I, I was talking to my kids and my wife, and, and, and Christmas even felt different this year. I don't know how many of you guys felt that, but Christmas was a, a little bit different. I was talking to, to a friend of mine, and he had a, a party planned at home and had all the meal and everything ready. And guess what? The main people he was inviting got sick with COVID, and he had to cancel everything at the end. And he's like, now I have a lot of food left over at home, and I don't know what to do. I'm like, I know what to do with it. But anyways, you know. It's, it's been challenging, you know, and the reality of COVID has been a game changer. Um, and I want to share a little bit from my heart this morning, because just when, when I thought we were ready to, to be done with this whole COVID thing, then you have all these different, you know, things that are happening and manifestations or mutations of the virus. And, and it touched me this week, this past week. It touched me at home. Uh, those that, that know, uh, some of you guys might not know, my mom is in the hospital right now. 
All right, my mom lives with me since my dad passed away seven years ago. All right, my mom is 86 years old. And not this week, but the previous week, uh, all of a sudden, she couldn't walk. She felt like she couldn't move her legs. She couldn't move her limbs. And, and she fell twice in the house. The, the second time that she fell, she fell during the night trying to go from the bed to the bathroom, and she just fell. And my wife, that thank God for the women. I don't know how many of you guys thank God for the women, but the women have like, uh, like a sick sense, you know, they have like this kind of, my wife thought that something was going on in the house. And I was like, what's going on? It's time to sleep. You know, it's like, that's what's going on. No, no, she thought that there was something going on. And she got up and she went to my mom's room and she found my mom there on the floor. And my mom had been there on the floor for about an hour, an hour and a half. Imagine that trying to get up and she couldn't get up. So we called her doctor and, uh, you know, the next morning, this is Wednesday morning of the previous week, I called the doctor and the doctor says, listen, uh, you're going to have to try to bring her in. And I'm like, she can't even walk. I can't even get her to the car. He goes, well, you're going to have to call 911 then, but she's too old. She's been there too long. And if she can't feel her leg, you know, so we got her, you know, to the urgent care. And when we got her to the urgent care, they gave me the news that she had COVID. Like, but my mom hasn't even had any symptoms during these days. You know, she's like, well, she has COVID and the COVID is causing her to have a heart situation right now. Some years ago, my mom had had a minor heart attack. So when the guy at the urgent center puts the, the thing for the blood pressure, my mom was 183 over 100. All right. The guy just grabbed his head. The nurse just grabbed his head. And he goes, I'm going to try to put a shot on her to try to bring that blood pressure down. Now, her head is going to hurt. She's going to have like an extreme headache for the next few minutes. But I need to try to control this, this blood pressure. You're not going to believe it. And in four minutes, all right, her blood pressure was like at 122 over 86. I was like, that was crazy. Of course, she didn't even feel what was going on. She just complained of a bad headache she was having. All this to say... That since Thursday of the previous week till now, I've been with my mom in the hospital every day. She can't get up from her bed. Thanks God, her heart is fine. She's over, okay, what appears to be COVID, the symptoms and all that. So in the midst of all this, I start telling the Lord, I start telling God, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to be here for my mom. I'm trying to do these things at home. I'm trying to do all these things. And I don't know if you've ever felt that you're doing your best, but your best is not good enough. Have you ever felt that? I I just felt that I was running out of strength. I was, you know, getting to the point of being frustrated and, and dealing with hospitals. It's not easy now. I want to tell you that dealing with the hospital. So, you know, after a few days, Tuesday this week, They told me, okay, your mom is ready to go home. We're discharging her. And I'm like, what do you mean she's ready to go home? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're we're discharging her. I'm like, but she can't get up. I'm like, well, you guys are going to have to help her. I'm like, no, no, give me a second. That's not like that. You know, I need her to do some therapy. I need her to start walking. I need her. She goes, well, she doesn't qualify for it. She needs to go home. And I was like, what in the world? I told the lady, I'm like, I'm not signing any papers. And I'm not telling my mom to sign any. I I need her to remain here until I find a place that could give her the help that she needs right now. You know, so my wife and I went to look uh, at these assistant living facilities, you know, and we went to about three of them. and, And it breaks my heart a lot of times to see the condition of some of the elderly people you know, in our nation, in our city, because they're just there, you know, and we went to visit these places. Some of them were super nice. 
you know, and the people were very, 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 very nice. The people that, that we were talking to. And finally, I came to one that with my wife, we said, okay, we're going to bring her here. We feel that this is the place. But the lady goes, but in order for her to come here, she needs to test negative for COVID. I'm like, all right, let's go. She's been about a week and a half with that. So she should be over. I go back to the hospital and the lady tells me the, the ambulance is getting ready to take her home. I'm like, no, she, they're not, because <laughs> she's not going home. I actually got a place for you guys to take her. And they're like, well, we're going to have to change the whole thing. It's like they make this whole big deal that we're going to have to change everything in order not to take her home, but to take her to that place. I'm like, well, change it. You know, it's like all you need to do is like get in a computer and type some stuff up and change the address. You know what? I, is it the GPS? Because I can get, lend you my ways, you know, and it can tell you where it needs to go. So long story short, all right. They're like, you know what? We're not going to discharge her tonight. We had to talk to the supervisor there. We're not going to discharge her tonight. We're going to discharge her tomorrow. I'm like, all right, we're going to go ahead and discharge her tomorrow. I call the place. I say, listen, my mom's not going to come in tonight. She's going to come in tomorrow. Everything is ready. Next morning, COVID tests. This is Wednesday morning. Guess what? Instead of coming out negative, she comes out positive. And the nurse tells me, he goes, pastor, let me tell you that even right now, she doesn't even, she's not even contagious anymore. But the virus might be in her body for about a month, a month and a half, and she'll just keep on testing positive, positive. So just in case you're like one of those people that just wants to go t- testing and testing and test, the virus might be there for about a month and a half. I just found that out this week. And you'll test positive even though you are not contagious and you don't have any symptoms anymore. So I'm like, so what happens now? And they're like, well, we're going to have to talk to the doctor and this and that. Till this time, all this time, I had not spoken to the doctor. The doctor was like this person that I would communicate through the nurse, and the nurse would talk to the doctor, and he would talk back to me and all this. So it was so frustrating. And there was a moment there that I told the Lord, Lord, I need your strength, because I am trying all that I can. And maybe you felt like that as you come to the end of 2021. Because I'm not just up here to share a story with you and pastor's going to have a catharsis with the church as he talks. No, I'm here to tell you, you might be going through a time where you've applied for work, you've been at a job, you're going through with a person, maybe in a relationship, and that relationship is breaking, and you've tried your best to hold on to it, but it's not, you know, going anywhere. And you're like, what do I do? I'm giving my best. Maybe you're in this country and you've been with the whole immigration issue and the papers and they brought you as a child here. Your parents migrated and then you did the whole, you know, school thing. And now, you know, you like the whole thing of, of, of having your papers in order to continue working and studying. And you've had issues with all that. And it looks like every door closes. Has that ever happened to you? You feel that the doors around you, you know, instead of opening, it's like one after the other after the other. And it's like, what in the world is going on? What do you do when that happens? What do you do when these situations happen? And that brings me to the title of today's message. What's the title? When your best is not good enough, follow the star. When your best is not good enough, follow the star. What are you talking about, pastor? What star are you talking about? What does that mean? Stop trying and let God guide you. Stop trying in your strength. Stop striving. Stop fighting. You see, when 
When I was there in the hospital, I go, you know what, Lord, I need you to work with me. And I'm sitting there next to my mom and I just start reading the scripture. And I came to the part, and I think I might have spoken about some of this a few weeks ago when I was up here, but I came to the part of the wise man. You know, when, when all of a sudden this star appears in heaven. And these guys decide to follow this star because they know that this star is leading them somewhere. And they decide to leave everything behind and go on this journey as they follow this star. And the journey started great. I don't know how far they were coming from, but it started great. And they were on their way. But all of a sudden, something happened. They stopped following the star. They stopped following the star and they stopped in Jerusalem to ask a guy by the name of King Herod. And they asked the guy about, named King Herod, uh, do you know where this king of Israel is supposed to be born? Because we've been following his star and has led us over here and we're wondering if you know something about this. Isn't it funny that sometimes we're guided by God and certain things we're doing in our lives, but all of a sudden our eyes get distracted and we put our eyes on man and we stop following God? Because that's what happened to them. They were following God's leading in their life. And all of a sudden, it was like, man, we don't know the star. It just keeps on getting... I've never followed a star, but they look really far, I'll tell you that. Can you imagine like, okay, I'm going to follow that as I'm just going to go. And they left and they started. So it's like a crazy journey. So, you know, what are we going to do as normal people? You know what? I'm going to stop and ask for directions. I'm going to stop and ask somebody. I'm going to ask if they know. And sometimes God says, just follow my leading. Just follow my guidance. I brought you this far. Stop trusting in your own wisdom. Stop trusting in your own understanding. And as you close 2021, I'm here to tell you this morning, don't go into 2022 the same way we're ending 2021 if you're at a point that you're trusting in what you see. You're trusting in what you could touch. You're trusting in the people around you. You know why? Because all those things are going to fail you. All those things are failing me right now. And all I know is that when I close my eyes and I'm having my time with the Lord, the Lord just tells me, trust me, I got this. And that's what happened with these guys. You know, there's a scripture that I want to read to you found in Matthew chapter 2, verse 9 through 10. Because they were doing their best. (laughs) But it wasn't good enough. Actually, when they talked to Herod, it became a mess because they raised up his suspicion. And then all of a sudden, when they were gone, you know what Herod did? He went and killed all the kids that were two years and under. Jesus' parents had to run away with him all the way to Egypt. I don't know if you know that part of the Bible story. But Jesus actually lived in Egypt for some time. We don't know exactly how long. Because these wise men stopped following the star and decided to talk to somebody. And it affected a lot of people. And in Matthew 2... Verse 9 and 10, it says, After this interview, what interview? Their conversation with Herod. The wise men went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. You see, they went on their way. They continued following the star. They should have kept doing that all the time. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. 
When they saw the star, what did the Bible say? They were filled with what? With joy. As we close one more year, as we come to the end of this Christmas season, my challenge for you today, church, my challenge for you that is watching online, I know that your faith and my faith has been challenged maybe like never before. But you know what? Let's follow the star. Let's follow the star. Now, I need you to understand something this morning because it's like, Pastor, what are you exactly meaning? Because I, I want to say something and I need you to pay attention. The star that you and I are going to follow is not actually a physical star. The star that was shining brighter than the star that was in the sky was the star that was lying in that manger. Because the Bible says that that baby that was lying in that manger was the light of man. And those that lived in darkness have seen a great light. It wasn't the light that was shining up in the sky because only a few people noticed that one. But it was the light that was shining on that manger that it was Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something. Since that light entered the world, it has not stopped shining. That light has not stopped shining over your life, over my life. And if you and I are children of God, today I implore you, let that light continue shining in you and guiding your steps. Because he's brought you this far. He's brought you here. And if he's brought you here, you know what? He's going to be faithful to continue with you. Doesn't matter how much darkness you have around you. Doesn't matter how confusing the situations might be that you're living right now. I'm here to tell you that the light of Jesus will light up all the darkness. Doesn't matter how dark it is, it will light it up. It will give you hope. It will give you peace. It will even give you joy in this Christmas. See, in the Old Testament, there was a prophecy about Jesus being the star that came to reign. And it's found in the book of Numbers, chapter 24, verse 17. And it says this, I see him, but not here and now. It was a prophecy. I perceive him, but far in the distant future, a star will rise from Jacob. A scepter will emerge from Israel. You see, Jesus is that star. He was the one that was going to rise. And this morning, whether you're here, whether you're there, let him rise in your heart. Let him rise in your life. Let him take the place that belongs to him. And I want to tell you that as he does that, all right, he's going to bring peace. He's going to bring hope. He's going to bring joy. He's going to bring everything that you could try to attain in your own strength. But at the end, you're just going to hit a wall and you're going to get frustrated. So let God be God. Follow the star. When you've done your best and you still come up short, I want to give you one last verse this morning. And that verse is found in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79. Luke chapter 1, 78. And 79. Worship team, if you guys could start coming up. 
going to have a time where we want to pray over the people this morning. It says this, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Version, okay? This is a Bible, in the, a, a version that it takes a lot of the Greek words and applies it in language and in words that are common to us. You know, sometimes we don't get the full richness of everything that is in the Bible. And this version does that. And it says this, because of and through the heart of tender mercy and loving kindness of our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us to shine upon and give a light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to direct and guide our feet in a straight line into the way of peace. See, this scripture here is so beautiful what it's saying. Because of and through the heart of tender mercy and loving kindness of our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit. I want to tell you, when everything is dark around us and you're still giving it your best and you're coming up short, according to the scripture, trust his heart of kindness. Trust his heart of kindness and his gentleness towards you. This week I read a post from one of my favorite preachers, Tony Evans, and it says this, when you don't understand what the hand of God is doing, trust the heart of God, that he is tender and merciful. And you know what? Sometimes I don't understand what his hand is doing, but I decide to trust his heart. I decide to trust his heart. That word that we just read there, that scripture, was spoken of by John the Baptist's dad. Now, it's funny because John the Baptist, when he was born, all right, he was supposed to prepare the way for Jesus. And his dad didn't believe what the angel told him that was going to happen with his son, and he stayed mute. And for a whole year, he didn't speak a word. And when he decided to speak a word, he didn't even start speaking about his son. He started to speak about the one that his son would prepare his way, which was Jesus. And these are the words that he spoke in that moment. Because of and through the heart of tender mercy and loving kindness of our God, a light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us. When my faith is staying short. And I want to tell you this week, oh, I felt that my faith was here. And God was telling me, I need you to rise up here. This week, I got upset at doctors. I got upset at nurses. I got upset at social workers. I got upset at, at insurance people that were with me on the phone. I got upset at a lot of people. I was like, why are things so difficult when we're just trying to help somebody? And in the midst of that, the Lord says, are you giving it your best? And I said, I am. He goes, it's good enough. Now let me, let me do what you can do. Because I can't change the hearts of people. I can't make them see me with favor and open doors but God can. So this is how the story ends. 
On Friday morning, December 24th, I'm there sitting by the bedside of my mom. And a gentleman comes in. And he says, what's going on? And I'm like, well, this is my mom. I didn't even know who I was talking to. I'm like, this is my mom. She hasn't been able to get up in two weeks. Her legs are not even strong enough. And I started telling him all this story. And he goes, I'm the doctor that's in charge of this whole floor. And I'm like, finally, I get to see a doctor. Thank you, doctor, for coming. And I'm like, listen, I've been struggling. I've been fighting. I've been doing all these things with all these people. And I don't even know what to do. And he told me the following. He goes, you know what? Today's the 24th. Tomorrow will be Christmas. The 26th is Sunday. And Monday, they're still going to be getting over everything that's going on and getting all the paperwork together and everything. So he goes, you know what you need to do? You need to go home with your family. And just understand that for the next four days, nothing is going to happen. We're going to take good care of your mom, he said. And I'm going to make sure, listen to this, I'm going to make sure I go into the computer. And I don't know who's been overseeing this case, but I'm going to start overseeing this case from now. And he goes, and I'm going to write there in that computer that your mom is not going to go to an assistant living facility. She's not going to go home. She's going to go to a place where they're going to give her therapy. And I'm going to recommend which is the place that I want her to go to. I'm going to oversee this case personally. I was like, yeah, you can put your hands together for God. You understand that when I stopped fighting in my own strength, God sent the right person in that room, the person that had authority over everything that was going on in there. When I was talking to that person, I'm going to tell you something. It sounds crazy what I'm going to say. But I felt I was talking to an angel. Because I was like, this is what I needed from the first day. This is what I needed from the first moment. Somebody to comprehend, to take their moment to talk and to see my mom, not just as one more person, but actually as my mom, you know? And you know what? When I let go and when I told the Lord, Lord, I've done my best and I can't do it anymore. You're good, Lord. You're a good God. You're a faithful God. You're a merciful God. And if you brought me this far, then you're going to take care of my steps and everything else that is going on around me. So do you find yourself in a situation where you're fighting and you're striving? You know what? Just let go and tell the Lord, Lord, I've done my best. But I trust you. I'm going to follow your lead. You're my star, Jesus. You're my star. You guide me. I want you to close your eyes right there where you're at. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. He is wonderful. Jesus, we love you. And we thank you for breaking into this world this dark world with your light. You left your throne in heaven, Jesus, for people like us, broken, angry, frustrated. And you're so kind. You're so good. We honor you in this place today, Jesus. We honor you in our lives. And today we surrender, we surrender, we surrender to you. 
we surrender to you. Right there with your eyes closed and head bowed. I want the Lord to use this song to minister to your heart the way that it's ministered me this week. And just let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Star and angels gave the sign Bow to babe on bended knee The Savior of humanity Unto us a child is born He shall reign No well, no well. The story of amazing love. No well, no well. The story. Take a moment and thank God for that light, His light, coming into our lives to shine in the midst of despair, in the midst of darkness, in the midst of our frustration, of our brokenness. He was born in a manger the first time. He's born in our hearts the second time. Doesn't matter the condition that you're in this morning. God is willing to come right there where you're at and meet you there to raise you up. Like that song says, he will raise you up and give you life everlasting, give you more than you could ever hope or imagine. 
So today, I'm going to invite you to stand to your feet right there where you're at. And just raise your hands to heaven. And just receive the freedom that comes from your heavenly Father today. As we celebrate the season of Christmas, as we close this year, receive the freedom that comes from God to you right now. And just tell the Lord, Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender into your hands. I decide to trust you right there in your own words. Just worship him. Just tell him, thank you, Lord, because you're good. You're mighty. And Lord, thank you for what you're doing in my life. And thank you for what you're going to do. And start raising up your level of faith right there where you're at. Raise up your level of faith. Even if you're home and you're in your bedroom, you're in the living room. Stand to your feet right there where you're at. And just raise your hands to heaven. And tell the Lord, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're mighty, God. You're mighty, Lord. You're mighty, God. And just take one more moment there in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And just take a moment and just listen to what he wants to tell you right now. pray for you as we come to the close of this season and of this year and whether your faith has been challenged maybe you're going through a sickness maybe a family member died I don't know what you're going through but I know in whom we've trusted and who is our God so I want you to raise your hands right there where you're at right there in your seat I'm not going to have you come to the front I don't want to lay hands on anybody but the Holy Spirit could touch you right there where you're at and Father, I just want to pray for everybody in this room right now. And I want to pray for everybody that is watching from home. Holy Spirit, you know exactly where they're at. And they, you know the touch that they need from you. My God, I pray that you would become real in their lives, Lord. And if they've given their best, that they know, Lord, that when their best comes up short, Father, they need to do is follow the light. Follow your light, Jesus, in their life. Today, I declare my God, that their hearts surrender before you. And I pray over whatever situation, I pray over whatever problem they might be facing, 
whether it's sickness, whether it's a broken relationship, whether, whether it's personal issues with work, whatever it is, Lord God, you know, Holy Spirit, the same way, Lord, that that doctor walked into that room on Friday morning and you used them, Lord God, to speak peace into my heart. I pray, Lord, that you would send your angels, Lord God, into their situation. And I speak peace over their lives. I speak peace over their lives. I speak hope over their lives. I speak joy over their lives. And I thank you, Lord, because you're so good and you're so mighty. And there were your eyes closed and head bowed. If anybody's here, anybody's watching that has never invited Jesus Christ into their heart. I want to let you know that is the true meaning of Christmas, that Jesus left the throne of heaven, came here to earth to save you and to save me from our brokenness and from our sin. And today, if you're there and you say, Pastor, I don't know what to do. I've never invited him into my life. I want to guide you in a prayer. And I want you to make this prayer with me with all your heart. And say, Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for sending your son Jesus to live a perfect life and to die for me on the cross to pay for my sins. Today I receive him as my Lord and my Savior. From this moment on, I declare that I am forgiven and that I am a son or daughter of God. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can live for the purpose that you have for my life from this moment on. And we pray all these things in the mighty and holy and only name of Jesus. And we all say, Amen and Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord this morning, church. Thanks again for listening. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our channel and share it with others. Now, for more content from NUMA and to connect with us, visit our webpage at numachurchmiami.org. We love you and we hope to connect with you soon.